0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's podcast. Uh, I am out traveling, and I'm just now here in Smoke Monster's lair, uh, and I got here after the podcast was uh, was shot. So enjoy a few segments with Smoke Monster, uh, and we'll check in afterwards. Hey, it's Smoke Monster, and welcome to the Retro RGB Weekly Roundup. I'm sitting in for Bob this week. Uh, Bob's visiting California, and he's actually going to be here today to meet up with me, so... We'll see what else he has planned. Uh, there's not a whole lot of news this week to cover, so I don't need to jump right in. But um, the first thing I wanted to show off was uh, this great new arcade hacks video that My Life in Gaming did uh, useful ROM hacks for retro games. And uh, I think Corey did a really good job with this one. He covered Victor Valela, who does the SA1 hacks for the Super Nintendo. That, um, Kind of speeds up games, gives them uh, extra processing power. He showed a bunch of Pyron's work. Uh, Gabriel Pyron's one of my favorite ROM hackers of all time. He does excellent color restorations and uh, improvement hacks, for mostly for Sega hardware. I think for all Sega hardware, actually. And uh, there was some great Chris Covell stuff in there, and uh, Supper. And I just think Corey did a great job with this. I got to contribute a little bit to it. Uh, he asked me for some suggestions, and so I got those in. And uh, yeah, definitely check out this video. I think it's great for people who aren't even who aren't even interested in ROM hacks. Uh, these are basically uh, hacks that improve games for the most part, adding uh, new regionalization options, bringing in things from other revisions, and just generally taking games and leaving them mostly vanilla in a lot of cases but uh, doing kind of quality of life improvements and things like that to them. So even if you're not into ROM hacks, I think you'll really like this video. And next, we have uh, Lawrence Stavely posted a video of Saint's Jag SD flash cart, booting up uh, Primal Rage CD and a few other CD games. And if you guys didn't know, the Jag SD, which is a Jaguar flash cart uh, that's coming by Saint, he's been working on it for a long time, it looks awesome, uh, it also has a killer feature. It has an ODE for the Jaguar CD, but you don't need the Jaguar CD hardware. So much like the Mega SD, uh, the, Jag S- the Jag SD, you just plug it in and you could, you'll be able to play uh, Jaguar CD games. And on top of that, it, and the, Jag, the Jaguar CD uh, is getting extremely expensive these days, and it's extremely rare. And uh, from what I understand, it's really hard to um, keep them working, too. So it's kind of a Sega CD Model 1 type situation. And so not needing that hardware is going to be great. And uh, in addition to that, this thing loads way faster than the original hardware. So it's a real hardware upgrade, too. So that was really cool to see. And uh, nice to see Age up and running on it, too. I've actually uh, got a Jaguar here that uh, Bob gave me. About a year ago, uh this one had needs a new uh cart connector thing in here, which I replaced, which wasn't easy. I also uh recapped this thing and fixed a couple traces and hopefully this will be up and working. Uh Nick Persane is sending me a whole bunch of Jaguar stuff to get this running and uh so I can do uh RGB capturing and stuff like that. A few games to start me out because I need to test this still. But I'm kind of getting excited about the Jag SD, even though I'm not really huge into Jaguar. I had one back, a garage sale Jaguar, probably in 1999, 1998-ish. And I just had uh, Cybermorph and Alien vs. Predator that came with it. And I wasn't really into it back in the day, but I mean, I I didn't really get to experience it. And although the Jaguar doesn't have uh, the most spotless library on Earth, the more I look into it, there's actually quite a few really awesome games on it. Raiden... Uh, Tempest, games like that. So it will be cool to check it out. And uh, the Jag SD definitely makes it uh, doable for normal people who have Jaguars uh, because these games are getting outrageously expensive. So great work to Saint and I'm um, really excited to get the Jag SD. And uh, the YouTuber Parfractic, uh on the Retro Recipes channel posted a video of an interview uh, with Chris Blythe, uh, who worked on the Worm series and a bunch of other stuff. And um, I guess Paraphractic helped get the uh, Chris's Amigas 4000s up and running, and they found some really cool stuff on them, and they just went through and showed off uh, some of what was going on back in the day when uh, development was happening. And so, uh, yeah, it's a pretty cool video, especially if you're into Amigas or uh, old computers. Uh, go check that out. And next is something that I did. So I made a video last week about how to buy a $35 Neo Geo MVS, actual arcade hardware, $35 shipped, uh, that allows you to play Neo Geo MVS games. And so for about $100 total, you can get uh, MVS and $160 one-on-one cart, and you have jumped into the hobby of arcade gaming. So I'm getting lots of great feedback on this, and I brought a whole bunch of people uh, over, so um, maybe check out my video if that's something you're even curious about. Uh, The prices of Neo Geo AES, which is the home console of the MVS, are outrageous. So this is a way to basically build your own Neo Geo AES uh, from parts. And uh, if you get a super gun, you'll actually be able to play any JAMA arcade game ever made if you do this. So it, it opens up an entire hobby, not just Neo Geo. And I've actually got mine here uh, beside me. This is my uh, MV1C, which is the top-loading version of... The $35 one is an MV1B, which is essentially exactly the same hardware as the 1C, except it loads uh, horizontally. And as you can see, I've done a bunch of little mods to mine. It has the uh, Home arcade System Supergon hooked up with Sega Saturn adapters. Uh, I put a little uh, Lions 3 uh, Plexi on the bottom of mine just to jazz it up. Added stereo to it and uh, has a unibios. I put a rechargeable battery in. You don't have to do any of that kind of stuff. You can just leave it plain and it comes with its own little case. It looks like a little console already, right? You know, from the factory. So does the 1B. And uh, that's my uh, 161 in 1 cart where I uh, did all of Gadget UK's fixes and I talk about all that in the video. But, anyways, If that's something you think you'll be interested in, check out my uh, video on the Neo Geo and uh, come on over to the dark side of arcade hardware. And speaking of arcade hardware, I'm friends with GC8Tech, or Tim, who is the uh, arcade tech for 1UP Arcade in Brisbane, Australia. And uh, he recently started a YouTube channel, and uh, he's just getting started, but man, his videos are great. And uh, he's covering really interesting topics, like how to choose an IGS, PGM motherboard which is the polygame master kind of like a neo geo and uh how to select a power supply and uh there's lots of youtube channels like this but tim's is a little different because he actually like just right now he maintains 168 arcade cabinets and uh he's dealing with hundreds of power supplies and so getting advice from him is a little differently than getting it from you know someone like me and I've even changed now uh, the type of power supply that I'm recommending people to the Ming Dong that he uh, shows off in the video. Or uh, or the well if you if you need 3.3 volt for Sega Naomi and those kind of machines. But yeah, I just thought I would uh, plug Tim here. Uh, I've worked with him in the past uh, on different things, like passing over a bunch of his PGM IGS ROMs over to MAME. And so if you're interested in arcade hardware, uh, check out this channel. I think it's up and coming, and there's already quite a bit of great content on it. So... Good job, Tim. And so that's all the news. There wasn't a whole lot this week, but I'm going to be meeting up with Bob in a few hours and see what else he has planned. But thanks for watching, and make sure to subscribe and like the video if you liked it. And remember that Bob runs a Patreon, not just for the YouTube channel, but also for RetroRGB.com. And I think if there's one person on Earth that you should be supporting, it should be Bob. He does such great work, and it would be really cool to live in a world where we can completely support him. And he can just make this his full-time job. So thank you to everyone who already supports him. It's much appreciated. Let's keep this going. And uh, yeah, just become a patron today. You can start him at, you you can back him at $1 a month. And that makes a huge difference over the course of a year when you start getting a lot of people. So thank you to Bob for letting me host this. It's always a pleasure and an honor. And thank you for watching. Well, as always, thank you so much to Smoke Monster for jumping in and taking care of that. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. It's always a, an honor, and uh, I really like it. So, yeah. Cool. Well, we'll be seeing more of you, and uh, you guys will be stuck with me next week then. <laughs> yep. See you later. See ya.